So we're now walking through Epping Forest through some lovely leaves and, <laughs> and mud. I love this, I love this forest. Me too. It's one of my favourite spots near London, definitely. Yeah. Good walk, it's about nine miles, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's been an amazing walk and getting to see a part of Epping Forest I haven't seen before. And it's my, I think my third time here. And every time it's a different route, and which I love because you never get tired of, of a place. Hello, I'm Liv Bolton. Welcome back to The Outdoors Fix, a podcast to inspire you to make adventures outdoors a bigger part of your life. The Outdoors Fix is produced in association with our friends at Ellis Brigham Mountain Sports. This episode is all about Oge Ajizu. Oge is a hiker and the London regional leader for Black Girls Hike, a walking group for black women. Growing up in London, hiking wasn't something that Oge's family was interested in. And as she puts it, she didn't see anyone like her in the outdoors, so she assumed it wasn't for her. But a few years ago, a friend persuaded her to start going on walks together, and then he took her to Dartmoor. She became hooked on hiking. Oge's now often found exploring London's lesser known green spaces and championing the city as a place where you can still enjoy nature, as well as encouraging other black women to join her hikes and diversify the outdoors. I met up with Oge near her home in Enfield in North London, and we went on a nine mile walk together to Epping Forest, a beautiful 6,000 acre ancient woodland on the northeastern edge of the city. I live in London too, so this is a lovely local route that I'm definitely gonna be doing again. I wanted to find out more about Oge's outdoors life, how she fits hiking around work as a project manager, how she got involved in Black Girls Hike, and why she thinks the outdoors has had such a powerful impact on her life. I hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to listen out for Oge's tips and the sounds of nature at the end of the podcast. So here's Oge. Oge, welcome to the Outdoors Fix podcast. Thank you for having me. Not at all. We are in a lovely sunny spot in Epping Forest, just mm -hmm. on the outskirts of London. Mm -hmm. um, and can you describe the things that are just over that hedge there? So we've just seen some beautiful cows, um, which is quite rare for Epping Forest. Yeah. I've never seen cows before in yeah. Epping Forest. So They're was... long, horn, long horned cows, yeah. aren't they? Beautiful. It was a nice treat. Yeah, exactly. Um, we did kind of stumble across them and then thought we might sort of have to record this behind the hedge mm -hmm. rather than <laughs> directly in their path. So lovely to do this on a Sunday because when you're in London, as you know, it's, it can be very sort of hectic and busy, yeah. but it's so lovely to be able to find routes like this where yeah. you can yeah feel like you're in the countryside a bit. Yeah, I think that's the thing about London, which I think a lot of, well, some people I did took for granted was 
not being able to kind of find local spaces where you feel like you're not in the city, you're not staring at buildings, um, but you're coming out and you're in nature and being able to find this place and being able to have somewhere like Epping Forest and all the different kind of paths it has to, it has to offer um, is amazing because you know you don't feel like you have to go too far to kind of find outdoor spaces. So you've lived in London all your life mm -hmm. um, and London is really not a place that most people associate <laughs> with hiking in the outdoors. No. But how would you sum up hiking in London? Hiking in London you you never know what you're going to get. I would summarise it as that. Yeah. Um, I think you can turn a corner, you can be walking through like mansions like we did this, this afternoon and then you turn a corner and you're in the middle of the forest um, and also you can be riding through kind of the city and then you turn a path and then you know you're into like a, a massive woodland area. Um, so that's the one thing I love about walking in, and hiking in London is that you just never know what you're going to get and it's beautiful. You're living currently in Enfield, mm -hmm. um, but you've also lived in London, sort of more towards the Greenwich area. Yeah. Um, what were your, some of your favourite green spots around there? I would definitely say doing the Thames Path, um, going from kind of Woolwich uh, along the Thames Path to Erith and Slade Green and getting to see uh, Oxley's Woods and Bostel Woods and Abbey Woods. Um, I know I talk about them a lot for people who do know me. I talk about those areas a lot because I feel like they're really beautiful. And, you know, they're some of the spaces that often get neglected or kind of not looked into. When you think of London, you always think of like Richmond Park mm. or uh, Hampstead Heath and, and those areas. But South East London has so many amazing outdoor spaces to offer as well. It's really that's what I really love about London as well finding those spots that <laughs> people recommend you know that yeah. you don't know about and mm. particularly when we've been in lockdown over the last you know few months it has given us a chance to kind of explore a bit more locally. Mm. Back in August mm -hmm. you organised your first London Black Girls hike. Yes. Which is brilliant congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. You had a huge turnout. No. <laughs> it was about nearly a hundred women wasn't yeah. it? Yeah I've still it still gobsmacks me till today um it was just so surreal i was saying to my friends and like family members oh, i don't think and not that i didn't think anyone was gonna come but i was only expecting about 15 to say 30 people would right. come maximum 30 but then every time i would see the train doors open and like another black woman or a group of black women would come out i was just like oh my gosh I was gobsmacked and then when we were crossing the road and then I did a head count and I counted uh, about 90 odd gosh. people and I was like oh my gosh I couldn't believe how many people came and it was amazing and um, yeah it was so surreal. And you took the first group to Epping Forest? Yes so yeah Epping Forest is um, I didn't realize it it's a very special place to me um, it was the first kind of walk slash hike I did by myself. It's uh, where we came for the first Black Girls Hike and it's, yeah, where we're doing the podcast now. <laughs> That's great. And so did people really enjoy that walk? What did they say when you went and did, did that first group walk back in August here? Yeah, I think the feedback that we got was really, really positive. A lot of um, women were like, you know, it's something that's very much needed. People enjoyed the walk. It wasn't too 
kind of difficult for everyone. And for, you know, people who it was their first time, I felt like they did have a good time. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Just being able to see so many different people and to have like so many different conversations was amazing. So I really enjoyed it. So I want to come back to Black Girls Hike, but I mm. want to find out how you got into hiking and a bit, ah. a bit of your background <laughs> first. So did you have an outdoorsy childhood? No, so I didn't really grow up with the outdoors. I didn't really think it was something for me. I just like um, for most people, well, I never saw anybody like me that was, was doing it. And so I never really thought it was something that, you know, was for me in, in particular. Um, but then my best friend, Patrick, um, he really loves the outdoors and he would drag me to come out walking in Surrey and stuff and I would go reluctantly um, until one day I don't know what what turned or how the tide turned but I just really started to kind of take it all in and really enjoy being outdoors and being able to see the landscape and I was being able to like um, have more headspace and clear my head and think more and just kind of slow down the pace of life and um, yeah he just really encouraged me to continue doing it I do say encouraged I feel like more bullied me to, <laughs> <laughs> to kind of get out and not stay indoors all the time and find areas or like outdoor spaces that you can explore on your doorstep and stuff so he was kind of like my first introduction to the outdoors and he's really pushed me to kind of explore more and really take my hiking to the next level. It's, it is really great when you have that person who can introduce you to something mm. uh, and make it seem less daunting and, and it sounds yeah. like that was what Patrick did for you. Yeah so I definitely don't think I, it would have been something that I would have done by myself um, and so having somebody to really encourage you to do it and somebody that has a bit more experience um, can take away that fear of, of doing something that you're not kind of used to doing or you, you're not familiar with doing and so having him go on to go on walks with and kind of him leading the route and me taking a back seat <laughs> has been really nice to kind of be able to take the experiences that we have and then apply it to when I go out walking by myself. Yeah. So where were some of the best places that you went with Patrick initially when you were sort of discovering hiking? Um, I think the, the one that stands out to me the most was when we went to Dartmoor. That oh. was amazing. Uh, I think that's really what made me feel like, oh, I just love kind of hiking because we went the end of December. Um, wow. And yeah, it was just amazing to just see the kind of different landscape of Dartmoor and you know how it's so boggy and you take one wrong turn and that's it for you <laughs> um, but yeah that was an amazing experience getting to go to Dartmoor and yeah I think for since then that that that's been the highlight of one of the walks that we've been on and then I think when I went to Wales when I did the Gower Peninsula for my birthday um, that was kind of like my big first solo hike and uh, I absolutely loved it. Just being able to do a solo hike that big on my own um, and just like walk the coast. And yeah, it was just so refreshing. And I just felt like, wow, this is amazing. And I loved the feeling that it gave me and I wanted more of it. 
that's pretty impressive to go off and do a big solo hike like that because <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, I'm not very good at going out solo hiking. Mm. I haven't done it a lot and it takes guts, but I imagine it's an incredibly empowering feeling. Yeah, um, I think I never imagined that I could go out and do a solo hike by myself. I always thought that I needed someone to come with me. Um, but then I just thought, but why can't I just do it myself? And being able to go on a solo hike and experience it, going at your own pace, um, being able to change the route if needs be, enjoying your own company is amazing because you get to kind of escape and not feel like you have to rely on somebody else to go with you. But being able to push yourself and, and see what you're capable of doing um, on your own is really empowering and encouraging for me. So your hiking is taking you all around the country now. Mm -hmm. You've just been in the Lake District. Tell me about mm -hmm. that. Um, so yeah, I went with Patrick. Um, so we went to the Lake District, I think mid-August. Um, and it was amazing. We had the most amazing weather. Yeah, we just went to go and explore and take photographs. Um, we went to Helvellyn. Um, so that was the first time I've done that. And then um, another place that I thought was amazing was Lothric Fell. So we yeah. climbed up there. We tried to make it for sunrise to catch the sunrise, but um, we didn't in time. But it was just amazing just to see just the cloud inversions of everything. Oh, you and saw then, a cloud inversion. Yeah, wow. it was beautiful. Um, yeah, so I've fallen in love with the Lake District now because I think it's just an amazing place. Oh, it's, it definitely <laughs> has my heart as well. Absolutely. How do you fit hiking into your you know, normal life, <laughs> obviously, you know, working and um, other commitments and now was big commitment with Black Girls Hike. Mm. So, so is that, is it just something that you've prioritised over other things? Yeah, I feel like I've really incorporated it into my everyday life because I know how much it's necessary for my mental health and my well-being and just being outdoors. Um, so it's become part of my routine. So I'll always try even if it's not every week um, regimented, but once I will, I must get outside uh, once in a while um, and try and find somewhere new in London or try and explore something new. Is your family, um, have you been able to sort of encourage your family to get out <laughs> hiking now or are they, are they sort of not into it? <laughs> it was funny because the other day I told my mum, oh, do you want to come to the Cotswold? And she was like, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, but no, I, um, I think my family are quite surprised that I've gotten really into hiking because, you know, it just didn't feel like that was my thing. But... I do try and encourage my family to come with me as much as possible. Um, I took my sister to, um, we did Eastbourne, we went to Eastbourne. Oh, nice. Yeah, we did um, Berlin Gap um, and yeah, she just loved it. She thought it was amazing and now she's asking me, oh, so when's the next time we can go hiking and oh, stuff. Great. So yeah, I try and encourage my family as much as possible um, to come and do hikes with me. Like I took my brother when we did the recce for um, the first black girls hike in Epping Forest. I took my brother with me and he really enjoyed it. So I try and kind of force them to <laughs> come with me as much as possible because I know that they will really enjoy it. So yeah. Once they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just trying to encourage people at the start, isn't it? Yeah. 
So Black Girls Hike then, it mm -hmm. was set up in 2019 by Rianne. Mm -hmm. She is based in Bolton though, yes. in, in, in the Greater Manchester area. Yes. So lots of the hikes being based around there. Mm -hmm. You're obviously now the London regional leader. Mm -hmm. How did you get involved in Black Girls Hike? So it was so weird. I started following Black Girls Hike on Instagram and um, yeah, we were just liking each other's posts and stuff. And then Rianne reached out to me and was just like, hey, um, you know, how would you feel about kind of leading some walks in London? Because a lot of people in uh, London are asking, um, you know, are you ever going to do any walks here and stuff? So she was saying that, you know, that she feels like there's a real need for it. Um, and then she asked me whether I wanted to become the uh, leader back in April this year. And I was like, yeah, amazing, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and yeah, that's how we connected with each other. But I think I was definitely looking for, um, felt like going out hiking. I never really saw like black women um, or black people hiking and stuff with all the hikes that I did. And, and I found it quite um, sad and discouraging. And definitely wanted to do something or find someone that was really encouraging that so I just went on Instagram and was like black girls hiking <laughs> and typed it in and then yeah her, th that profile came up and I was just like yeah we'll see what what happens and, and it yeah. took obviously you were talking to her back in April but because mm. of restrictions of coronavirus yeah you, the first walk was in August but what how many walks have you done since August so we've done two so far so we do it once a month we're really trying to kind of keep the momentum going, doing them once a month and hopefully increasing as more people come on board. Um, just to kind of really encourage people to get out hiking. I think what you were saying before, when you don't have anybody that really encourages you or pushes you to, to kind of do something that you're quite unfamiliar with, it can feel quite daunting to do it by yourself. So I really want Black Girls Hike to be that safe space where people who may be unfamiliar with hiking or who are familiar with hiking feel like they have a safe space to go out exploring and stuff. So some of the women um, that came on the hike, mm. um, is it all ages? Have they been hiking a lot or? Yeah, I think the, the levels were so varying from the conversations that I had. It was different like age ranges. And I think that's what I really love about the group is like you have like different kind of age ranges and different capacity levels and people who are either more experienced or people who it's their first time. But um, people who it's their first time, they don't feel like you know, they stand out because it is their first time and people who are more experienced feel like, oh, I'm still going on a really good hike. So I try and kind of plan hikes that cater to different people's levels of difficulty. So I was going to say, it's quite a lot of pressure to organise <laughs> to organise all these hikes and yeah. to lead them. Mm -hmm. I mean, have you had any help in terms of uh, learning skills of how to lead hikes? Yeah, so one of the things that being a part of Black Girls Hike has really afforded me is being able to do hill skills and um, mountain training. So that has really kind of helped get a broader understanding of how to lead a group hike well. I think just having the experience of going out and leading a, a, a walk, nothing really prepares you for 100 people to <laughs> turn yeah. up for a hike. So I guess, yeah, having the experience, but also having the knowledge um, behind it has has really helped me as well. So where did you learn those skills? So the hill skills one was in the Peak District. So that was amazing, kind of getting a basic understanding of 
how to kind of approach hill walking, um, how to understand and read a map, what the different symbols and signs on a map means and how to kind of use a compass and compass bearings and things like that. So it was really good to get that foundational training. And then where, where did you do the mountain skills? So that was in Wales. Right. <laughs> that was building on from the hill skills and learning how to scramble. Um, and also, which was really good for me because I do sometimes have a fear of uh, kind of falling off kind of mountains and stuff. But being able to be as prepared as possible when you are climbing a mountain um, and then being able to know kind of what to do, how to prepare yourself was really good so I think it was and really forgive my pronunciation but it was a place called Place Brennan um yeah in Snowdonia so, yes. yeah in Snowdonia and that was amazing um to go there and just yeah see Wales again and yeah it was a lovely time that's great the Black Girls Hike does that in terms mm. of giving you some more confidence and, and skills and organizing that for you yeah it was amazing so I guess that's really what we're trying to do for the people that want to take their hill walking or mountain training to the next level giving them that foundational skills of how to do that in terms of your plans for the group then and the future of black girls hike in london mm -hmm. what what is your dream for it oh <laughs> so i guess my dream would be to for it to be just a great walking group for people to come and feel like they are in a community of other um, hikers and walkers, uh, people to feel like it's their safe space. Um, also as well that it has, that it's able to cater to different accessibility needs, um, that it's not just for able-bodied people, mm. um, but we have walks and hikes that, you know, cater for everyone. Um, I think that for me, that's kind of like the dream of it just being a, just an amazing walking group that is welcoming to everyone. So if you could sum up what hiking has brought to your life, mm. how would you sum it up? <laughs> I don't think I can. Um, I guess I would have to say it has brought kind of a new sense of purpose. Um, it's really given me the ability to push myself more than I would have if I had not got into hiking. I think hiking has really pushed me out of my comfort zone, especially when I'm like, when you're in the middle of a mountain and you still got a long way to go and you feel like you can't do it, but you just find that strength to kind of push forward. And afterwards I felt like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. Um, and being able to experience things that I've never experienced before or never thought that I, I would experience. So it's really opened my eyes to the different world that's out there. Okay, who are the three people who have inspired your outdoors adventures? So, um, obviously the first one being Patrick. <laughs> I could have guessed that one. <laughs> because, yeah, he's the one that pushed me, really took me hiking, um, especially when I was reluctant to go. I think the second person I would say is my mum. Mm. 
my mom she's a very resilient person and she's always pushed me even though sometimes she doesn't really understand my hiking and stuff or why I'm into it but she has always pushed me to kind of never settle and to always be strong and uh, find that resilience so whenever I feel like I can't do something I always think of my mum's resilience in everything that she's gone through in life and she's still um, standing and she's strong and she's just yeah somebody that I really um, look up to and yeah so she yeah she definitely inspires me um, when I go outdoors as well um, and I think the third thing would be my faith so as a Christian being able to come outdoors and kind of see nature and experience God in a new way um, is definitely something that has really opened my eyes um, and just being able to kind of experience nature and the physical space and just even being able to just see how that's broadened my faith and then I think as well another additional one would definitely be knowing the stories and the histories of things that were here before before me and I think when you put that into perspective for me it kind of makes me feel like the things that I'm worried about or the things that seem like a big deal um, just aren't anymore. Okay, how about tips then? Mm. Um, tips for people who love the outdoors and live in London. Okay, I would say, um, yeah, explore your local area. Try and find spaces that you haven't found before. I know there's a website called UK Hill Walking. Potentially you could find some routes on there. Just, yeah, look at a map and look at the different green spaces and yeah get out and go exploring and like you were saying i mean the transport links in london mm. are brilliant that is a big benefit is that you don't need a car to be able to go and do a big hike in london yeah so even um epping forest coming here uh we didn't have to use a car or i walked here from my house and it was like a great walk but yeah the one thing that I love about London is that you're never too far from a, a station or a bus stop so it is quite accessible in terms of the transportation. Tips for people who would be potentially interested in starting a walking group? Um, oh I would say um, know kind of who you want the walking group to be for um, and yeah just make sure you have experience with um, group walking um, because you may do a group walk and realize you don't like it <laughs> they are quite different aren't they yeah, yeah. there's a lot of sort of shepherding people <laughs> just I would say as well um, kind of making the routes accessible to different uh, difficulty levels and just making sure that everyone enjoys themselves um, I'd say yeah if you feel like there is a need or you want to take people out walking then plan a route and then just advertise it <laughs> and what's really good about your walks is that you also highlight what people should bring with them on yes. the walk don't do what I did when I took my brother out walking I didn't tell him what to bring um, which was my mistake so if you are a group leader 
then make sure you tell people what they will need, how long the route will take, um, what the difficulty level is. So prepare people as much as possible so you can avoid lots of questions um, on the day. Um, so yeah, making sure that you as a group leader are prepared and then you prepare the people that are coming on your walk as well. How about advice for any black women who would like to join your Black Girl Hike walks? Yeah, so we have um, walks in London and then we have walks in Manchester that uh, Rianne leads and then we have one in Midlands that um, our Midlands leader Sherelle leads as well. So we post most of the walks on Instagram and, and Facebook and social media and Twitter and, and every kind of avenue. Um, so mostly that's where you'll find uh, information about kind of upcoming walks and also what we are planning to do for the future as well. Well, okay, this has been really fun and <laughs> we, are, we haven't even finished our walk yet. We've still no. got like four and a half miles to go, don't mm -hmm. we? So yeah. we're, we're heading back from Epping Forest towards Enfield. Mm. But it's been really lovely to explore this part with you because I know how special it is for you. Mm -hmm. And also to show that London does have these places where you can get out and really feel like you're in the countryside. Yeah. Um, yes, it's not the Lake District. And as, as you probably heard in, in the recording, <laughs> there are lots of planes and things like that. But it is still very relaxing. Yeah, there are amazing spaces um, that I love and I love exploring and seeing what else London has to offer other than city life. And yeah, I would always encourage anyone to come get outdoors in London where you can. Exactly. Come on, meet us. Go for it with us. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much, Oget. And thank um, you. We'll, we'll get cracking with the rest of our walk. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to Oge's episode. You can see photos of Oge's adventures and our recording on the Outdoors Fix website or on Instagram at the Outdoors Fix. You'll also find Oge on Instagram at Ogs World. Black Girls Hike is on Instagram at BGH underscore UK. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to make sure you get all the episodes when they come out. And it would be brilliant if you could tell your friends and family about it and rate and review it to help spread the word. Now, it's that time to take a short moment to relax and listen to the sounds of birds in Epping Forest in a clip that I recorded earlier this year. I hope you enjoy it. The Outdoors Fix is proudly supported by Ellis Brigham Mountain Sports, stores nationwide and online offering everything you need to equip you for the best outdoors experience.